Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. How's it going? Everybody hanging in? We we doing okay? It's been a little a little rough of a week, but we're 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 getting there. <laughs> Things have been a little crazy. So <laughs> wow. Um yeah. I don't even know where to start with this week. It's been holy fuck of a week. Um Wow, so let me just tell you how my week has been. Um, so Wednesday, was it Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. No, fuck, let's start with Tuesday. Start on Tuesday. Smell something burning at work, and I'm thinking, fuck, there's a fire. I don't know what to do. Something is, like, the place is going to burn down. There's a fucking fire. Like, what the fuck? So, total panic gone, and I... Um, contact uh, the 911, uh, have them send somebody. I, I called a non-emergency number first because I didn't see a fire. I just smelt something hot. So I didn't want to make a big old deal. So I told him to come to the back door. Um, I, I don't know that anything's on fire, but it smells hot. So, um, where I live, we don't have like a on-call fire department. Like, you know, we don't have paid firefighters. We have people who volunteer. So when you make a call like that, you get people who just aren't at work yet or who have jobs where they can leave to go do firefighting things. So um, we had two, well, the first place came, um, Officer Alex Swisher, she's amazing, love her, super sweet. And then we had two firefighters come and I know, I know them both. I mean, it's a small town, so we know everybody and they came in and checked everything and they said, everything looks good. Just looks like maybe one of our light um, balance things are about ready to go out because we have the old uh, tube lighting things in there. So we calmed down and realized, okay, you know, the place isn't burning down. We'll be good. Things are okay. So Wednesday um, was a rough day. My cashier called in sick and my assistant manager was going to be late so I was basically at the store by myself till 11 trying to run truck trying to get shit done it was a rough day I was exhausted I didn't sleep well the night before on Tuesday night because I was so worried about um the store catching on fire and the alarm's been going off at the store lately because balloons going around it's just random shit so I'm like okay the things have just been weird at the store anyway with um because you I think I've told you guys before we have a spirit there named Dolly that lives there very active so it's just been overly active here lately. Things have just been crazy. So I busted my ass. My assistant manager got there and we killed it. We got truck done or for that trucking when they came and we got a lot of shit done. So we was pretty exhausted. It had been a long day. And then I hear the tone go off. I'm sitting at home and I'm actually getting ready to get in the shower. And I hear the tone go off and I was checked because I worry about my kids. I knew both of them were at work, but I thought, well, I'm just going to turn the scanner and listen. And I hear him say the address, and the address is my work, my store. And they say 111 West Jackson, and then they say the Dollar General. And then they they say that um, there's an unconscious person in their truck, the guy, um, 60 years old, or in his 60s, and they can't wake him up. He's unresponsive. He's been there for like 45 minutes. So I text my girls working. I'm like, hey, what's going on? The Skinner had said... Um, the guy's daughter had called so very confused like hey what's going on and um 
my key holder's like, which is like the manager on duty, she's like, yeah, this place is like crazy, the whole parking lot's filled with uh, just lights and, you know, emergency personnel's everywhere. And she's like, man, there's a lot going on, I can't handle this, you need to come down. And I'm like, yeah, no way, I'm not coming, because I'm assuming that it's her, his family's out there, I'm assuming that, like, I heard in the scanner, his daughter was out there, heard it. I'm assuming that it's just they're in the store working and there's people in the parking lot and that's why it's crazy and, you know, customers just want to keep coming in. So I'm like, yeah, no way, dude. I'm not going down there. Um, you know, I can't be around that kind of stuff because they call the coroner in. So um, at this point, I knew he had passed and I'm just like, yeah, I'm good because I cannot be around. It, it just sticks with you. It's very hard um, when you're a sensitive person to shake that off. Well, I come to find out that my key holder was actually the one who found him and called 911 and everything else. There was no daughter present. She was the one who did it and, and found him deceased. And so she's having a hard time. So as soon as I find that out, I get dressed. I go down there. I go to work. Stay down there with my um, people all night long. Um, I'm down there. Things are just kind of crazy. And it's just... Um, pretty insane so rough rough night um the four of us stayed enclosed together as one so that uh they didn't have to be able to try to send them home they were too shook up they didn't want to drive and while we were dealing with all of that somehow we moved to silent hill because it was foggy as fuck and you couldn't see like two feet in front of you so super rough rough couple days um that was tuesday and wednesday thursday um things were pretty decent the day started off normal we're waiting on truck and then um, we get slammed with the truck and we had the back door open to try to everything. It's just been crazy. Thursday was really just rush, rush, rush. Customers were just being weird. We had a very, um, perverted customer in there that we were trying to deal with. He kept coming in multiple times, really giving us a rough go. And it was just, it was a rough day. So, but I'd rather have taken that day than the previous two. It's Friday morning. Friday morning, I come into work, and actually that Thursday night, the alarm company had called and said, uh, hey, you know, there's movement in this area, and I thought, okay, well, there's nobody, because it has to be something falling, which we've had things falling off the shelf lately that have set off the alarm, I'm like, okay, Dolly's just fucking with stuff, or a balloon's moving or something, so don't disregard that the cops always drive by when the alarm does go off, and check the place out if there's anything big then they'll call me back so I told him disregard Friday morning I go in and I'm getting the drawers ready I'm up front it's a little after 6 a.m I'm getting the change uh the drawers filled with change and everything and something catches the corner of my eye and I look up and I freeze for a good 20 seconds like I had to go back and record the camera I have the video I'm literally froze for like 20 seconds um there was a cat in my store like an actual cat, like a feline cat, like a pet cat in my store, staring at me, and I thought it was fucking crazy, I literally am like, what the fuck, like my brain is just thinking I'm, I'm going crazy, and so after freezing for 20 seconds, I start to talk to it like it's going to answer me, I'm like, how did you get in here, who are you, like what's going on, clearly it's a cat, so um, I can't answer back takes off running down the aisle and I'm like okay I'm fucking lost my mind so I called Travis I'm like I think I'm crazy I, I think I'm fucking crazy 
I'm pretty sure I just saw a cat in the store, and that's impossible. Like, there's no way for a cat to get in. I've lost my fucking mind. I'm, I, I've legitimately, like, from the sleep deprivation and the stress of everything, I've fucking gone crazy, and I'm seeing things. But he's like, no, baby, I mean, you know, it's real, you're not dreaming. I don't know what's going on. You know, they calm me down. So, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go check the cameras because I can't be fucking crazy. Like, I may, I, maybe I am crazy. I don't know, but I need proof of what I saw. And where the cat was in the store, you couldn't see. Like, where I saw her at, there was no um, camera that saw it. So, I'm like, well, fuck. But then I did happen to catch her on camera. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not crazy. There's a fucking cat in the store. So, I propped the back door open tried to get her out nothing could not get this cat out at all all day long I'm trying to like get my job done but also try to get this cat out of my damn store so um in the afternoon we got some stuff done and assistant manager and I were putting the new filing cabinet into the office and moving some um totes full of papers like you know papers you got to keep for like a couple years for business reasons whatever so we're putting them on the shelves in the back and she drops the tote and the cat jumps up and runs so we're like, fuck, it got out. Like, I don't know at this point. I'm assuming it got out. I, I don't know. But we're freaking out. So we put a litter box out and some food and water in case she is stuck in here. She'll have something to eat and drink somewhere to go to the bathroom. And I say she because I don't know. Um, I figure if she were actually, if it were a boy, who would have sprayed on everything. And I've not found any spray, but I have found urine in a few places. Um, easily cleanable and nothing that ruined. But either way, freaking out. So... It's, uh, it's been crazy, things have been insane, and, uh, it's just been in, insane, so, yeah, uh, <laughs> the cat's real, um, when I came in yesterday morning, I, uh, found all kinds of mess, she set the alarm off again overnight, and just things were crazy, I walked into a giant fucking mess, blankets all over the place, um, it, it was pretty insane, so, yeah, that was, uh, that was my, my week so far, so, crazy fucking shit, y'all. It's just, I mean, I, I don't know what to do. We can't get her out. She's still there. Um, I'm gonna have to have somebody come in and do, like, a live drop or something. I'm just not really sure what else to do at this point, so. But, with that being said, um, hey, we're almost through Mercury Retrograde, and if you're listening to this uh, past the 18th of January, then you survived, and we've already passed it. So, uh, Wednesday, is the end of Mercury Retrograde. However, it's going to be a rough couple weeks still because the intensity from this one is going to carry over for at least a couple weeks. So hang in there. Try to be strong. Um, You know, we've been through it before and we're going to keep having them. But we are going to be safe until April 21st after this. So we got some time to recover from everything before we uh, get hit again. So... I didn't mean to ramble on so much at the beginning and make a big old 11-minute um, rant about my fucked-up week, but I had to share it with you guys because I literally thought I was losing my fucking mind, so it's been crazy. Um, as you probably can see by the title, we're talking about how you are the magic, and sometimes our magic gets a little dim, and we gotta brighten her back up, so I'm really excited for this one. I'm gonna share some of my favorite things to do to get myself out of that rut, and um, a new adventure that I'm going to be on. So, super excited. Cannot wait. Let's dive in, guys.
so I just thought of something else um, that I forgot from my crazy week before we dive into everything. Um, when I pulled into work yesterday, so fourth day in a row of craziness, uh, as soon as I pulled in to the parking lot at work, my tire went flat, like completely flat, bald as fuck, uh, steel wire, whatever they're called, showing, uh, yeah. So Travis came and tried to change it, which he had to cancel his tattoo appointment because the tattoo, or the, um, tire was a pain in the bit, pain in the ass, being a total stubborn bitch, and he broke a craftsman wrench socket thingy, um, a cheap generic one, and then my uncle showed up to help him because he happened to be in there shopping and snapped one of his wrenches socket things also, so, yeah, it was like a four-hour job to change the tire because it was a total bitch, so, what's a great week, but hey, it's gonna get better. We're starting fresh, it's gonna be much better. So, let's talk about magic and your magic. So, as we've talked about many times before, we can get ourselves in a rut far too often and we need to keep our fire lit. So, how do we do that? We talked about it many times before, but I didn't actually give specifics. I just kind of was general with it. Well, today I'm gonna be a little more specific on some of the things I do including a new thing that I've found that I'm in love with doing and really trying to find some time to incorporate in my life uh, this new addiction that I have. So, it it does, uh, it does get, how do I want to say it? Everything in life can get mundane after a while and it's just because it becomes habit anymore. So, we have to spice things up. We have to change things. We have to remember why we do things, why we enjoy those things. I have to make an effort to try new things or um, try new ways of doing things that we already love to do. So we have to remember our craft is something very special to us and we cannot let ourselves just get blah with it so easily, which can happen. Um, We've all done it. I'm sure we've all been there. It's just, it's part of life. Everything gets this way. So one of my go-tos for when I get, feel like I'm just kind of, ugh, is divination. And my tarot is, like, number one, use my dowsing rods and a pendulum, just doing some really cool different things with those. But, I like to try new things. So, took some little notes for you here. So, for instance, if I'm turning tarot to try to bring me out of it, I'll do my normal one-card draw, my normal daily three-card spread, or three-card spread, you know, whatever. But then I'll try some new spreads. Um, I like to go online and kind of just type in random uh, crazy tarot reading spread, or crazy, or, you know, interesting tarot spread, or new tarot, just to find some different things. Because even if it is something that a non-witch made up, you can make it your own. Or you can just create your own fucking spread. It doesn't have to be by the book you can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes. Um, it doesn't have to be like, oh, a witch from ancient times had passed this down for many, many years. You can make it whatever the fuck you want. If you want to make a tarot spread that's like a fucking spaceship looking or like eight triangles and they all have different things and each card placement has a different fucking meaning and correlation to different things, do it. It's your craft. Again, say it with me. There's no wrong way to be a witch, so it doesn't fucking matter. As long as 
you're happy, as long as it's making you happy, as long as you feel like you're witchy, you feel in your element, you feel like it means makes something to or means something to you and makes a difference, fucking do it. Don't let the world tell you how to be. Don't let people gatekeep, because fucking tired of gatekeepers. I'm not even gonna get on that subject today. It's just gonna piss me off. Real quick, if I sound odd or things are weird, I'm in a different location recording. I'm still in my house, but I'm in the tattoo shop as opposed to my um, pod lab slash witch room because my son's in there right now. And um, yeah, so I'm in here and things are weird. And I, I look around and I'm used to looking at <laughs> all of my stuff on the walls. And now I see all of Trav's tattoo shit and it's giving me ideas for new tattoos that I want. So yeah, by the way, in case anybody was wondering, I didn't get a new tattoo this weekend because Travis had to move everybody back. And he did a five-hour tattoo of my son before he had to go to work. Our son before he had to go to work. So, I unfortunately did not get a new one this week. But, I have decided what I'm going to do on my thigh. It's going to be a long athame. And I cannot fucking wait. I'm super excited. So, anyway. <laughs> but, try some different spreads. Um, try doing readings for different situations or different questions. Or, just change it up. Or just do something crazy with it. Do um, whatever you feel drawn to. It's your craft, your work. So you make the rules on how you want it to be. It can be very simple. It can be very complex. It can just be fun fucking around, getting somebody around you, or look at different geometrical shapes and then make something out of that. Like, you know, make your own spread. Just have fun with it. And when you find that fun and that fire is lit inside of you again, you're going to start remembering why you love this to begin with. What passion from it you got and what what just drew you in. And it's going to help excite you again and get you back to where you feel like you're not just repeating the same thing over and over daily. Which it's hard. I mean, I know it can be hard and I know things can be fucked up, but we got to find ways to keep ourselves going. The world's hard right now. Things are crazy and... We got to do what we can to keep ourselves going from time to time. So, speaking of divination, since that's one of the things I really love doing, I really like using my dowsing rods in different places. Um, as many of you know, my house is really fucked up. Um, <laughs> I live in a very haunted house. You guys have heard about my spirits. I've had um, Travis on talking about them before. I'm going to have the kids on sometime some soon and have them talk about what's like growing up in a haunted house and um this this stuff I'm talking about may not be for everyone because not everybody can handle learning that there are spirits in their house especially if they are not used to that type of thing or um especially if you're not if definitely if you're not used to having spirits around it may not be easy to find out that some of them are not necessarily good spirits so um this isn't something you have to do, but it can be fun, especially if you're open-minded and are using caution because you don't want any attachments or anything. So just be cautious and have fun with it at the same time. But I like to use my dowsing rods in different um, places. I'll go around to different rooms of my house, see what I can pick up, but I like to go outside. I love to go out and, and just explore new places with my rods and see what spirits I can pick up or talk to. Um, We actually live in an old Native American area. Um, We're in Indiana, but still, obviously years ago, all of this was Native American land because we stole it. And I don't want to get on that whole subject, but 
we did moving forward um our the lewis and clark trail goes right through our town so there is a lot of activity down by the river because that's where it was like they walked along the river area so um that path right there is just perfect and um we used to hold a festival in town called the Potawatomi Festival every year, and it was down the river, and things were really cool. But there's been so many different people through here. I'm, I have to believe that their spirits are still hanging around for a lot of people. So I like to go to um, different places around the area. We have a lot of old, old land where our parks are. We have a lot of nature preserve trails there, and there's a lot of history and hidden history as well. So. Um, the river banks is always a very exciting place to do dazzling rods um, on the trails. Just out in nature is just wonderful. There are a few haunted locations in Fountain Warren counties that we go to that are creepy. My kids actually just had a horrible experience this week. Um, they had they worked some weird shifts, so they were off a couple nights this week. It was warmer weather, so they went out camping. Um, if you guys are, ever have a chance, look up Mudlavia. M-U-D-L-A-V-I-A, Mudlavia, in uh, Warren County, Indiana. Used to be a beautiful, beautiful hotel that used the uh, mud from the spring water there to do mud treatments. And, I mean, people from everywhere came here. Monroe was there. Um, Al Capone and his gang were said to have hand, uh, hung out there, hid out there. Those were said to hide out in the old hotel in Attica because um, we are kind of close to Chicago, about three hours away from Chicago. So um, a lot of famous people, celebrities back then, were known to go to Malavia. Um, I've just, my grandpa was a bellhop there when he was younger, but it's full of a lot of fucked up shit. And um, long story short, the kids went out there. They had a couple drinks, but it's right down from our campground. So like you can walk there, you don't have to worry about driving. Um, we, I grew up going out to this area, Kramer. It was what the little tiny, tiny, tiny town is called. Which, by town, I mean there's like 20 residents total. It's basically in the country, like a community. But anyway, um, I grew up going out there on like Friday nights and we would camp until Sunday afternoons, come home, clean up, go to school, go back to life. But during the summer, like we just were out there all the time. Lobby is right down the road from it and it burned down. And then they rebuilt the place and it burned down again. And only the laundry room quarters are still up. But there's a lot of fucked up shit on that land happening. There's a lot of scary uh, entities out there. And there's been a lot of just crazy, crazy things happening. Um, people report devil worshipping and all fucked up shit going on out there. But I truly believe there's a portal out there. I really believe there is a portal in Malavia to something horrible and just very very scary anyway the kids were out there and they started um, feeling incredibly drunk and they weren't they'd only had like one beer each but they felt incredibly drunk and very very just fucked up and they just had a very bad experience they were scared shitless things were moving beside them when nobody was and it ended up um, with a trip to the ER because my youngest son's girlfriend had fallen and pretty much what they thought had broken her arm. She kept blocking out, and it was horrible. She kept screaming in pain that her arm, I mean, they thought it was broke. It was, like, kind of deformed looking, you know, when, like, you break a bone, it just kind of, like, bends weird, and, um, 
they really thought that it was broke. They rushed her to the ER. But once they got away from the property, everything kind of changed. Uh, They didn't feel near as drunk or drunk at all for that fact uh, because they only had one beer and at this point it had been like five hours. But they started just having very weird things happening where they were just now starting to remember things that had happened there. They get to the ER and the doctors can't find anything wrong with her arm. It's not broke, even though it looked like it was. And now she's got some crazy bruising that almost looks like arm prints or hand prints around it. So um, something was going on out there. So it's a really great place to talk to spirits during the daytime when you are protected, but definitely not at night when you are just open to things, which kills me that my kids even went out there without any protection because they know better. They know that you have to protect yourself before you enter those types of places, but especially that place they know all about. I mean, they've been there many times. They've experienced many things, but this was something new, and I think it's because they were not, um, number one, I wasn't there, and they were not protected, so I think that made a big um, impact on how things went now. But, um, it can be really fun to go out and do dowsing, uh, um, dowsing rods. And, and meet new spirits, so just kind of get to know them, get to know, you know, the people around you, the spirits around you, the energy, put them on mark the same way, I mean, you can do, go outside and do put them on mark, put them on dowsing rods to me, um, kind of have the same effect as far as, like, the question, the answer in the yes and no, and being able to, uh, communicate in that, that form, um, but you, you know, try to contact some of the new spirits in your home, or if their spirits already have, Try asking them new questions. Get to know them. Uh, get to find out what happened to them. And maybe see if you can help them find some peace or feel a little more peaceful in their situation. I mean, they're obviously deceased and they're stuck here. But doesn't mean that they have to be so miserable or whatever. I mean, it just depends on the situation. I know for the most part, the only miserable people that are he- spirits that are here in our home are the two little girls and Jack who kind of keeps them control of them and I am working very hard to try to connect with these girls and um, get Jack away so I can can do that and it's crazy I'm actually in the room right now where they the girls stay the most at and Jack likes to protect us from coming in here and trying to contact them so if you guys hear any weird noises in the back it's it's normally Jack trying to uh, distract me or drive me out he does not like me in this room when I'm alone for some reason. Um, Trav's in here. It doesn't really bother so much, I think, because he knows I'm not going to do stuff like that with Trav in here. I'm more going to do so when i am got my tools and everything else. So, who knows? But I know that Jack is a little crazy, and I don't like it. Uh, it's just a lot of fucked up shit. I don't like how he, he stops the girls from talking and silly or, or any of that shit. But... I don't know what else to do with them. I've tried everything that I can think like just normal shit. So I'm going to try some new stuff. I'm just looking into some different tactics before I dive in. But I'm just, I'm really worried about it. And I don't know why I'm like going this rant about Jack. I really think he's fucking with my head right now. So yeah. Um, let's go ahead and do the ad break. And I'm going to walk out of this room for a few minutes. Because I don't like where my head's going. So I'll be back in a minute. feeling a little off, but it's fine. Like, uh, it'll go away. <coughs> so, another thing I like to do when I'm kind of feeling in that zone, in that rough spot, is I will 
meditate usually my alternative meditation because I have a really hard time sometimes when I'm especially if I'm in a rut keep getting myself to that zero zone but I go to my utopia my nirvana and then I ask the universe the gods the goddesses whoever I'm working with at the moment to kind of guide me kind of show me example of what I need to do or kind of just send me a message of the direction I need to head and normally I don't get a just flat pop in my head it will normally be some kind of weird sign (laughs) I swear I I really think that um, the gods and goddesses that I've worked with are they like to fuck with me honestly they like to have fun with it which is cool because you know I like fun too but um, I think they like to uh really play with my ADHD (laughs) I would too honestly but so I will notice that it will be like uh nothing right away it'll just kind of be well I mean it'll be right away but it'll be in the weirdest way um so like it recently when I was trying to find a way I was in my zone and like just kind of give me a guide like give me some sign and then I thought my candle had fallen over, was burning. I thought, man, something smells burning. Like, did I leave my candle burn? Like, it literally made me think. Candles popped in my head. I'm like, man, my fucking candle's burning out. Like, what's happening? And it took me a little while to put it all together. But you'll understand here in a minute why, because I'm going to tell you a few more things first. But I kept thinking candle. Like, why is my candle... Why is it smell like my candle's burning, but I don't even have one going? It was weird, but I'll explain in a minute. Another really fun thing I like to do is books. So I don't have a lot of time to read. Um, Usually I will try to squeeze it in. I've been trying to finish these new books that I have. I got like four months ago. I don't have a lot of time, but I like informative books. I like books that are, I like novels too. So like I got The Butcher and the Run, I think I told you guys from the Morbid Podcast um, host, uh, Lena uh, Urquhart, I think it is. I think I just said her last name wrong. But anyway. Um, I got her book called The Butcher and the Wren that she wrote, and it's really fucking good. I just haven't had time to sit and read a lot of it, because when I start to read, I kind of doze off. If I'm reading something long, because my brain, I'm just tired. When I do have time to read, it's usually, like, right before bed, and I'm exhausted. So, I think I'm going to get on tape. Anyway, you can get these on tape, too. Anyway, have fun with reading books. You don't have to make it all serious. You don't have to make it super, like, where you go through and, uh back check everything or go through and find these authors that are you know make sure that everybody is whatever what I like to do sometimes when I just want something to kind of add to my collection or something just kind of have fun with I'll go on Amazon and I will search witchcraft books and I will sort it from low to high and just find some cheap books and get them and see what they are now uh, (laughs) I don't buy like every book that's cheap but I will buy some that, like, especially, like, the $3 books or the books that, like, you never really heard of and and maybe, like, 78 pages with big font print, you know? It's interesting. Number one, it gives authors who are new or just starting out some kind of boost in confidence that somebody's buying their book. Number two, it can be very informative. Just because they're not a well-known witchcraft author doesn't mean that they don't know shit. Number three, sometimes you get a good fucking laugh because the people writing this are writing it from their own experiences of things, or they're just way fuck off base and you're having a great laugh because of that. But I have found 
I've only found one book, honestly, out of like the 30 that I've ordered that have been like, um, I don't know what this person's talking about, but I had a good laugh out of it. I think I spent three bucks on it, so it's not really a waste, but it's fun. So you're either going to get a good book that makes you feel good and gets you back into things, or you're going to get a good laugh out of it, honestly. So spend three bucks on yourself and get a cheap book and just add it to your collection, you know? I just some these are just little things I do when I feel myself getting in these ruts. You don't have to do them, but I have fun with, especially the book thing. And I will like share my books with other people, so other witches in the area. If they're like, "Hey, do you have anything good to read? Or, you know, I've got some time. Do you have anything?" And I will let them borrow them. Sometimes I don't get them back, but that's fine. I mean, I don't care. I'm out three bucks, but I don't give a fuck. I mean, somebody else is using that and getting that um, joy out of that too. So I don't really care about that. But it's just fun. It's it's a lot of fun. And I really, really enjoy it. Um, another thing is going back through your journals um, and seeing what types of things that you wrote that actually made you happy. What got you excited? What got you fired up? What really made you... You could tell by your writing. You could tell what emotion you had in the way you write. Because you know yourself better than anybody else. Like, if you guys were to grab my journals and go through them, you probably couldn't tell my emotions on some of them, but some are going to be obvious as fuck, because when I cuss a lot, I'm either really happy or I'm super pissed, like, there's no in between, but when I'm really excited about something, I use a lot of exclamation points, and I'm really just, you can tell, I can tell, now, other people probably can't, and weren't, you know, if I read yours, I probably couldn't tell really either. But you could tell on your own what makes you happy, what makes you just, ugh, I'm writing this because I need to write a journal entry. Or, wow, this was so much fun. I want to remember this again. I really enjoyed myself today. It was great. This really made me feel alive, really made me feel like in my witchy element, whatever. So, and that's another good reason to journal and to track your things so you could go back and see how far you've come and kind of helps you get out of the rut when you're just kind of in that zone. So, um... When I told you guys earlier that I meditated and I just got the, the idea that my candle was burning. And <laughs> it, uh, it was a sign to tell me that maybe it's time for me to start doing what I've been thinking about for a while. And that is making candles. So right now I haven't ordered any of the candle making material necessarily. I'm actually looking at it right now on Amazon of what I want to order. But, because I don't want to spend a lot. I want to be cheap, but... What got me started was I got a candle from a friend of mine who actually bought it from my therapist. Um, he had a booth at uh, actually one of our local, um, I don't want to call it a fair, but it was like uh, not really bizarre, an event, I guess I should say. It's called the Brown Girls of Fall, and they put on like this big thing with a bunch of vendors and everything come out. And my therapist and his sister, they do a lot of... Um, spiritual type stuff a lot of things what we do into the craft and he is uh very big into crystals and oils and uh, all of those things he makes bracelets he makes all kinds of things so uh, my friend went out I couldn't go that day because I had to work and I was supposed to be out but the person didn't show up so she bought me this candle brought it in and he had crystals inside the candle and some herbs on top and when you got down a little bit further there were more herbs in there and just different things I was like wow that's great it was a small candle but it was really cool and I thought damn that's that's awesome and because I never really seen one like that that had the herbs on top and not mixed in with the wax I was like that's that's pretty fucking neat 
was scared that it was going to catch everything on fire when I first lit it, but it turns out it's totally cool because wax keeps it from catching fire. So, fast forward a few months, because that was in, no, no, that was in August, because it was still nice out. Like, it was the end of August, beginning of September, because before fall even officially started. Fast forward a month, and, um, in the end of September, I get one of my, uh, monthly subscription boxes, I think it was Mindful Souls, and it had a candle in there with some herbs on top, and, uh, crystals, and I'm like, wow, this is something really cool, like, I didn't realize people were doing that that much, just because I, I don't have time to get out into shops like I used to, and look around, and I'm very particular about my candles, um, because I don't have very many options around here to get them, so usually I buy them from, like, the, the girls that do the fundraisers, and they sell from our local candle maker, and things like that, so I just don't have a whole lot of time, plus sell Bath Body Works candles, and, and I accidentally bought a $25 candle the other day, which, in my defense, it smelled really fucking good, it smelled like iced coffee, and I thought, okay, maybe 12 bucks, maybe 14 and when she said twenty four ninety five, I was like, oh, fuck. But at that point, I was too embarrassed to be like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm poor, I don't want to pay that amount, which I'm not poor, but it was just a lot for a fucking candle. But I'm glad I did, because it smelled fucking amazing. I actually got my mom one in the vanilla food cupcake, vanilla cookie scent, or whatever, for Christmas, because she loves candles. So anyway, um, I've been seeing all these different things coming in. Like, my boxes, each time, started having, like, these little candles with herbs. I wanted to start doing it, but I didn't have any candle makeup supplies, and I was just, like, fucking around with it. So, I was burning some of my taper candles that I have in my candelabra. You guys can see that candelabra in the video I posted in the Facebook group when I did my Magic Mixie. By the way, I did my Magic Mixie. Oh, my God. It was so fun. I looked like a dork in the video, but I didn't care because it was a lot of fun. So, um, but, yeah, I did, um, I, I have those candles that are my candelabra. When they start getting down, or sometimes when I'm bored, I'm just like doing things I'll pour I'll play with the candle wax I know it's a bad habit but I have like empty mason jars like the jelly jars or whatever and I'll pour some of the wax into it and um the emergency candles are really good to do it with too and the tapered white ones because or volatile whatever candles don't have any scent so I started pouring the wax in there while I was still warm and I already had like the stuff I wanted to add to it ready because I didn't want the wax to the wax to like cool so fast as I was doing it but so little by little I would pour um the wax in and then drop in the essential oils that I wanted for that layer um, and some herbs and a few crystal chips which um, I've told you guys before about the crystal chips I got on Amazon and then Trap just got me an amazing collection for Christmas a very fucking awesome set I think there was like 60 fucking bottles of little crystal chips in there it was fantastic so I pour some of those in and then when it hardens and cools then I add some more in and some different herbs and different um oils and crystals and you know had layers up with it they're all the same color like it was all white so it was all the whole candle was white when it was done but each layer had different scents and it was just really cool it was fun and something I enjoyed but I got to the end I realized I didn't put a wick in it so it was kind of pointless um unless you heat it up and put it on like you know those the, the wax burner things sometimes you can just get like a heating pad so I was like well fuck I don't even know how it's gonna turn out because I didn't put a fucking wick in there I can't burn the damn thing so I did put it on the little heating pad thing and it was actually smelled really amazing um, I think it went a little strong in some of the oils but it was fine so they got me thinking I really want to start doing candles but I want to make spell candles and you can't see this but spell is an air quote so kind of like how you make a spell jar but you're making it a spell candle where you're putting all your ingredients in and you may even put like a paper in there 
obviously it needs to be small and something off to the side so it doesn't um, burn when the wick gets down there. But, um, you know, some of your intentions, just something fun, but like how you, everything you'd put in a candle jar, but put it in a fucking candle with the wax and everything. So that's what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to start making um, spell candles, quote unquote, and then um, basically decorating the outside of the uh, jar and writing a little incantation on it for whatever I want to say when I light it. Or if I make them for somebody, I'll, you know, print out the incantation and put on a label and put it on the jar so that they know what to say when they light it. Um, but I'm really excited about this. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's something that I um, really love. I've got some dried flowers I've added to some that I started playing with. Um, I'm going to try, I think I'm actually going to order like the scents, like the smell, like the strong smell scents. I got to look into it. I don't know all the stuff I need yet and I don't want to like pay out the ass or anything, but um, with each layer I did when I was playing with them, I set intentions for each layer. So it's kind of like, um, you know, when you go to the store and you buy those like tricolor candles and each layer is like a different scent and different thing, you know, maybe like uh, lavender and vanilla and lemon or some random fucking combination like that. That's what it is. But with each layer, you have different crystal chips and different uh, flowers and different herbs and oils and different intentions that you set. And then, of course, on the top, I'll sprinkle some uh, herbs and oils and crystal or yeah and, and uh, flowers and crystals in there too and you just kind of make it your own and have your own thing about it and it's your own little spell candle and that's not for like a spell but it is the fucking spell and I'm super pumped about it um if you guys want to try it literally just do what I did like take an old fucking candle jar and just pour some wax in there and add some little things if you want to actually burn it you might want to get a wick um I like I said I forgot that at first but <laughs> It was a lot of fun. It really was. I really enjoyed myself doing it. And I, I really had a lot of fun with it. And it really lit it back up for me. It really reignited my drive and my um, my fire to, to do more and to do things. And you guys, it's so easy to get into a rut. And it's so easy to get ourselves just where we're just feeling down. And we get so in the routine of mundane everyday life that we forget to live it. We're so busy making a living that we're not living our life. So it's the little things like this that get us back into it. And yes, we may need to, you know, man, I really need to do dishes. There's like, you know, I didn't do them right after dinner. It's fine. You need to take care of yourself too. And it's a great self-care plan. Not just the candle making any part of what I've said today. Anything that makes you happy, that keeps your magic alive, is a, is a great way to continue self-care and self-love. Because it's so fucking important to take care of your mental health. Right now, things are getting worse all over the place, and we have to keep ourselves going. So please make time to do a little bit of self-care and self-love with things that actually ignite your fire and keep your magic burning and make it fucking shine like a motherfucker because you deserve it you've been through so much you work so hard for so many things and you need to enjoy your life before it's gone I mean life's so fucking short anymore middle age does not 60 and 70 like people you know like they put it at before but I thought oh it's middle age there's you know 50 60 nobody really lives to be 100 anymore sure not living to be 120 140 with everything going on in the world and how all the diseases and everything getting all fucked up so 
middle age anymore. Honestly, it's like 30s and 40s, guys. I'm past middle age. I'm almost old now. I'll be 42 next month, which is depressing, but I don't care anymore. I'm ready to be the old witch. I'm just, I want to live my life. I want to be happy. And I want other people to live their lives and be happy. And I want you to enjoy what you do. I don't want you just to survive life. I want you to thrive in it. So it doesn't matter what you do as long as it makes you feel happy and connected to your craft. You don't have to do what other people want you to do. You don't have to do a fucking thing on this list if you don't. Do what makes you feel happy and connected to your craft. Do whatever makes your magic come alive and what makes you feel like you are just on fire with amazement and awe and just full of magic because that's all it's about. You are the magic. The fire is always burning inside of you. The flame, the size of the flame is just kind of up to you. I mean, you're the magic. You control it. Sometimes your fire may shine very dull and sometimes it may shine so bright like a fucking star. It's up to you. But just don't get discouraged if you do try something new. Everything takes practice and you won't love everything the first time you, you know, you do it. It does take a while to find your niche and things. But it can and will change you. Uh, from time to time, our life just evolves. And we evolve because, you know, we're people. <laughs> and it's easy for us to uh, tire of the things that we love, that you know we once loved. And we either have to reignite that love or we have to find a new one. We have to find a new passion, a new go. And it's... It just makes sense that you're going to get burned out doing the same routine over and over and over. Daily life just becomes so mundane. You have to spice things up. So when you feel like you're just in a rut, look to your craft to help you. And look to your craft to build your craft back up. Like I said, we evolve so do our tastes and our likes and our dislikes. Things that we love to do may be like, oh God, I don't... I don't like that at all. Or things that we used to not like could be, wow, I really enjoy doing this. I don't know why I I didn't like it for years. I missed out on so much. I can't tell you what to do, what's going to make you feel more connected to your craft any more than you can tell me. We're all different. Everybody's different. There's no wrong way to be a witch. I'm just giving you guys some suggestions of things that I've done, things that I continue to do, and ways that for me always work to kind of bring me back and always help me keep my magic alive. And then the same reasons that people see me and know that they know what I do. They know who I am. And it's things like this, like, (laughs) it's just things like this of having all these different little activities or, or fun things that just really make me who I am. If somebody sees me out with my dazzling rods down by the river, they're not going to think I'm crazy. They're going to be like, oh, Cassie's trying to talk to spirits or uh, they see me you know at work on my break reading a witchcraft book they're not gonna be like what the fuck is she doing they're like oh she's studying up she's learning new things she's just reading like I have spent so many years trying to be someone I wasn't that I don't hide who I am anymore and that's why people don't treat me like shit anymore because I've gotten used to it it's not like shit anymore so I don't know where treat me like shit but I don't get judged like I would in like a bigger city, I guess, you know, people kind of look at you like you're crazy, but here everybody knows who I am, everybody knows the witch that lives on Brady Street, like, that's just known, um, and, and I like that, I was so nervous at first when I first came out of the room closet and started really 
being myself and letting more people see behind the veil. But I don't ever want to go back to hiding who I am or how I lived or what I did because I have been so, so happy since I came out of that room closet and I don't ever want to go back in. And if you're still in there, I'm not, I'm not trying to discourage you. I'm not saying anything bad about you being in there because we all take time. We all do it in different times. It's not going to be the same process for anyone. Everyone is different. No pressure to you. But just do me a favor and consider how much happier you'll be once you can finally be out and be free to be who you are. It may be a shock to some people at first, but they'll get over it. I mean, you guys know my sister's a complete holy roller now, and she's not who I grew up with. I don't know who this version of my sister is. And it took her a little while to really accept it, but now she knows I've always been me. She just, I'm not changed. I mean, I'm the same person I've always been. She didn't see the side of me before, so. But, again, have fun with it. Try to find your joy in the craft. Um, don't let anyone dim your light. You are the magic. You are control in control of your fire. It's burning down there. But whether it's a tiny flame just crackling away, an ember, or if it's a mighty fucking bonfire, is up to you. And you're the only one who can control that. I uh, did not get to publish uh, Murder with the Mayhem, Murder with the Madam this week. Uh, we are going to try and shoot for that to be out by next week. I'm going to try. My plan is to uh, have it come out on a different day than Sundays. Um, I'm going to try to do the editing and everything and have it like I'll have it all done, but I'll probably have it published on like Wednesdays or something. If you guys are interested that way, there's like one in the middle of the week, but. Um, we've had so much shit going on with all the craziness with work, with the death and the, the fire and the um, uh, weird shit happened on Thursday and then the cat situation on Friday and then the flat tire. Also had a uh, key holder call in for Friday night, which is fine. Um, but then she couldn't tell me whether she'd be there the next day or not. She just kind of quit texting me. And then she was no call, no show to open the store this morning. Thankfully, I had a backup plan anyway. But you can't just not open the store if you're supposed to be the one to open the store. So now I'm down an employee. And um, yeah, but that's fine. You know, it'll be better. We'll move on. And we'll be a stronger team without that person. So hopefully we're uh I think I might just make it through retrograde before I try anything else. Let's wait till after the 18th, and then uh, hopefully life will get a little bit more calm. We, like I said, guys, we will have a rough couple of weeks. I really feel like the intensity of this retrograde is going to spill over for um, at least a week, maybe two. So if things are just not bouncing right back to normal right away, don't get discouraged because. Um, it's just retrograde hanging on. But after that, after we make it through, we are safe until April 21st. And who the hell knows what's going to happen then. So, yeah. Alright, as always, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. I hope you guys have an amazing day, night, weekend, whatever time you're listening to this. I hope everyone stays happy and keeps their flame burning bright. Bless be y'all. Bye.